Hello, Soul viewers. Big Ronnie here with another Soul Stay-at-Home series episode. Today is Saturday, May 9th, 2020. We are in the fifth of episodes and lockdown recordings and interviews with some of your favorite artists out there, and there's a piece of one of them. Um, as we go through these, we need your support. We ask you know, please take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash sold magazine. And the artists that we cover need your support. So we ask you to please take a look at the art shops, web pages of art shops, buy a commission, uh, consider purchasing whatever you can to help uh, these artists get through this time that we're all going through. So today's guest up on the screen, Mr. Atomico. How are you today? Good. How about yourself? You are our first mobile guest so that's a first <laughs> so where are you coming to us from i'm live from miami florida i'm actually in the west miami neighborhood of miami florida right now but uh yeah i'm in the 305 the rock bottom now i last saw you when you were working at a piece at welling court in 2016 erica put up a, a picture of it today it was for it was bushwick collective at welling court and uh, we were talking about your oranges at the time. I'd love to give our listeners, our viewers now, uh, just a little history of that and, and why you started drawing it, how it came about, if that's cool. Yeah, for sure. I um, started with the orange in 2008. So it's going to be 12 years now that I've been rocking the orange. And um, it was a response from the demolition of the Miami Orange Bowls of football stadium in little havana a neighborhood just west of downtown miami and uh a lot of history there it stood for over 70 years and you know the dolphins used to play professional football there and super bowls and then the hurricanes played college football there and national championships and there was all sorts of stuff that was was happening over there but i grew up going there and i wasn't too happy that they demolished it so i, I painted a homage, you know, a little RIP memorial for the stadium when they uh, finished their their demolition. And that was it. You know, I, I got a good response from it or I don't know. I guess I just like painting the character. I started using the design. I'm a, I studied graphic design, so I started playing with the, the mascot of the Orange Bowl, which is Obi. And, um, yeah, just I got a good response from it better than – what I was getting from my graffiti and my name and my letter based stuff. And uh, that's what, you know, kept me going with it. But that wasn't the end of the OB and orange drama slash evolution, was it? No, no. Obi still, he still runs around that like parties and events and, and things of that nature. Cause the orange bowl committee is still, functioning but the stadium doesn't stand anymore now you you put you basically made that your image i mean florida sunshine state and all but it was always known for oranges you know to put that that image on the street over and over and over i'm sure in the beginning it might it might have been a little weird but I, I think you must be synonymous with it now yeah for sure um it never it never felt weird to be honest um there was a transition period of maybe like three years, one to three years of 
me going from writing my name and painting my name and my crews to doing the the orange face but um yeah it was it was a, a an organic thing a natural transition it, it didn't feel uh like forced or odd at any point now i read the story about why you chose your first tag adam and how it, it got to atomic and atomico but when did you first catch your first tag I think my first tag was definitely in elementary school. Um, I would say 1993, 1994. I didn't get good or like get started with the spray can until 96. So there was some years leading up to that of just tagging around my neighborhood and my school and with marker and, you know, whatever spray paint I found. So I would say that I started around 93, 94, and then I, you know, went forward with the, like, full, you know, uh, effort in 96. Now, as, as someone who's being out there and working in the public space, whether legal, illegal, trains, whatever, uh, how are you handling the, the lockdown now? I, you know, you see you got two kids asleep in the back of the car. Obviously, you're still doing what you got to do as a dad, but, you know, what is it like now? Miami's pretty chill. I don't see, like, people getting stopped on the street for being outside. Um, I don't know. I, I When I go and paint, most of the time I, I paint alone. I will paint with, like, you know, other friends, maybe one or two max. But, um as far as like working and, and, you know, gigs and stuff, that's all halted. I still have people going to my website and, and buying work and merch and stickers or whatever. But, um, it's definitely a change. There's, there's no one out. So painting is really chill in Miami. You know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not like other cities where there's like everyone on top of each other and, you can't, you know, walk down the street with out running into someone or uh, an official authority figure. It's it's pretty chill out here, to be honest. So I'm having I'm having a good time with the the lack of people and, and movement in the streets. And how are you using your extra time? Because assuming that you're working, assuming you're saving a little time on commute, assuming we're saving a little time not going out and ordering dinner and blah, 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 blah. You know, we're hearing artists, you know, taking advantage of their time, you know, working on new skills or, or trying to crank through old projects. How is it for you? I'd say that I'm spending uh, more time with my family, more time with my, my children, my wife and kids, and uh, spending most of the time at home. I'm always creating, so that's, you know, never really a, an issue. You know, the lockdown or the quarantine or whatever isn't going to stop me from doing what I usually do. I haven't, you know, halted any of that. But, um, yeah, just uh, chilling, you know. Everything is good. Were you a home friend here from the tattoo shop? But um, what was the question now? Were you a homebody and like to work all day in the house before the lockdown? Yeah, well, these days I would say yes. I um, 
it's not necessarily that I'm a homebody, but I'm not out going and uh, socializing and, you know, doing any of that. I, I live in my like art bubble. So if I'm not at the studio or I'm not painting or doing a, a gig or something, then I'm usually at the house. But um, yeah, it's, it's not a, a big difference for me being that I, I work for myself and that, you know, I, I, um, I'm on my own schedule. It's, it's not really that uh, different for me. Now, you said that uh, you're still finding some people going to your shop, uh, your online store and stuff like that. That's great. Uh, how is it attracting new customers during this time? Because, you know, we're really looking down the barrel of at least another month or two months or whatever it is yeah. uh, in lockdown. How are we going to uh, attracting new Atomico fans? Well, I, I have a very heavy social media schedule or, or uh, presence. So I would think that more people are just on their phones or tablets and um, they're going to come across my page just, you know, digging through Instagram. So um, aside from that, I think these, these podcasts and these live interviews and things of that nature are, are fun and, and will attract more people. But, um, but yeah. Now, do you, do you think that, that projects like this can change your work? You know, maybe potentially have a different message or is it, uh, you know, kind of uh, nose to the grindstone world? I didn't hear that last question. Um, for some reason, I don't, let me try to put the volume up. Oh, and then the screen like blacks out when I do that. Okay, what was the, what was the last question? Sorry about that. Is this the time to stay with the same message you've always been putting out there, or, or are the times influencing your work at all? No, I never really put a a message behind my work. Being a, a graffiti writer and a, and a letter based and a name based uh, artist. I would always just paint my name, my crews, which, you know, really don't have an underlying meaning. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's not really a, a message behind my work. So I, I don't think that, you know, I'm, I'm portraying a certain message in uh, regards to the situation. A lot of people have hit me up like, Oh, put a mask on the orange or make a mask with your character. And I'm, I'm not for it. I've never been one to jump on the bandwagon and, and, you know, uh, do something because, you know, there's a, a world crisis or uh, pandemic or whatever. Um, it nothing, nothing really has changed in my, uh, you know, my message. It's just the, the smiling orange, you know, spreading happiness and joy, whatever. So I, I definitely appreciate you not wanting to rip from the headlines and just try to give to the masses through your, through your, uh, intellectual property so to speak but what about for a commission you wouldn't do that one off for a client yeah i mean if i guess if the if the money's right if, if someone want i mean okay a commission yeah if someone wanted me to paint you know an, a mask on my character i would do it you know i, I i'm open to stepping out of my comfort zone and, and doing things that i don't usually do with my character so putting a mask on it would be kind of cool but you know, someone would have to 
requested from me and, and, you know, put a deposit for me to do it. I mean, I, I'm not against it. I'm not opposed to it, but it, it's not something that I, um, that I want to do. What do you think, what do you think Winwood's going to look like in December with uh, the lack of people on the streets beforehand? I don't know, dude. It's, it's, it's hard to predict the future. Winwood in, in December is a, it's a shit show. There's so many people. I mean, Winwood every day, you know, 365 days a year is just a, it's, it's madness. It's become this like a tourist attraction and um, it's crazy. So I couldn't see it being any different in December. I, w- I would think that, you know, if the lockdown is, is lifted worldwide, everyone's going to want to get out of their house and, and travel to, you know, sunny Miami for December for the street art Super Bowl or whatever you want to call it, New Year's Eve celebration, you know, um, I, w- I would think that, you know, if, if the lockdown is, is lifted and the virus is like gone or controlled or whatever, it's not as it is now, then I would think it's going to be the same, to be honest. I mean, I don't, I don't see a difference in, uh, in that happening. You know, I don't, I don't see the, the virus affecting Basil, but if it's around and you know, it, it, you know, just got lifted, then it's going to be dead. You know, I would think that they, yeah, all the events, you know, including like the main event of, of our Basil and the Miami beach convention center, I would think that, you know, that will be shut down. Every satellite fair will be shut down. I'm sure there will be underground stuff and, people still painting in the streets but i can't really predict the future in that regard but you know it, it'll be interesting to see what happens in these you know next three to six months what do you what do you hope comes out of this besides some good artwork from some of your colleagues uh but you know what do, what do you hope for the scene uh, well on a worldwide level i, I hope for for health and happiness and peace you know i don't want to you know, see anyone like going to war, fighting and, you know, dying or whatever. And then the health aspect of it, you know, I would, I would hope that the, the virus is under control and people aren't dropping like flies. You know, I, I, I really hope for that. Um, as far as the scene goes, I don't know. I, I think that, I think it's powerful, you know, the, the mural scene and, and the, the, Graffiti scene, it, it's powerful. It's its a huge movement and it's snowballing and everyone's jumping on it. So I couldn't see like anything different. I, I would think that it's just going to keep going in the, in the momentum and in the direction that it's been going. I think it's just going to continue to, to grow and, and flourish. Now, what is it? What do you, what do you think it's going to be like in a couple of years when when your kids are are, are starting to, uh, you know, pick their creative passions and things like that, and the things that are driving them? Do you think there's still going to be a scene like that? Do you think it's still going to be as public as it is? Do you think it's still going to be as accessible? You know, my not all real estate is like like it is down in Miami. It's not all spread out like that. Right. Um. Again, I, I can't say if, um, if the scene will be as powerful as it is. I mean, art has always been around and it's not going anywhere. So, you know, I know that people are going to be creating 
regardless of if it's popular or not. You know, there was it, in my city with the arts district and that whole explosion, it got really popular, but just like other trends, I think it'll, it'll die down and, and slow up. But, um, you know, I, I think that the, the scene will keep going. I, I think that people will just keep painting and keep creating art, whether it's for personal or for public. And um, as far as my kids, I don't, I don't know if they'll be into it. They'll, you know, they may or may not choose to, to be creative and, and follow what I've done. But um, I'm sure they'll have an appreciation for it. That's, that's for sure. You know, they'll, they'll have a, an appreciation for the arts and for what, um, what people create. Our house is filled with, with paintings and prints and signs and posters and you name it, you know, sculptures and whatnot. And we, we are always listening to music. And, you know, it's a very, very fun atmosphere in my household. So they'll, they'll be, you know, influenced by that. Definitely. Now, I'm sure, uh, let, me, let me not say I'm sure, I imagine that it would be easy to communicate this situation to your kids because it's, it's really just fact-based. There's not a lot of uh, understanding, you know, you don't go outside, don't be irresponsible because you're going to get sick. But how, how are they taking it? And, and have you picked up a, a, a first quarantine break spot that they want to go to after? No, well, the zoo, they love going to the zoo. They love going to the dog park. Um, they love going to parks. So, you know, once the once the lockdown is lifted, then we'll definitely be hitting the zoo and the parks. Um, but I don't think they understand what's going on. You know, my son is, is about to be three in July, and my daughter just turned one uh, in March. So, you know, they can't really grasp what's going on right now. I don't, I don't think that they'll, you know, fully understand it until something like this happens in, in their, you know, lifetime when they're older and able to understand what's going on. You know, they can't, they can't grasp it right now. And they didn't start school. You know, my, a lot of people put their children into, to, um, preschool or, or some sort of care or whatever, but we don't, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to spend, you know, so much quality time with my children in their, uh, in their early stages of their life. And they don't know anything different at this point. So, you know, the zoo and the dog park is one thing, but like, we're still walking around the neighborhood taking walks and we, uh, we go in the pool almost every day. And, you know, there's, there's nothing really, um, different in their lives right now. Well, that's good. Now, do you, <clears throat> uh, what did you just Right, that was I, I had it. I lost it. Uh, your your studio in your home? No, no, my studio is about thirty minutes away from my house. It's very close to Winwood, so I live uh, in the suburbs, and uh, and I'm about thirty minutes away from my studio. And and I I do want to purchase a warehouse, a unit, or a, a whole warehouse, or or even a piece of land or something closer to my house very close to my house because in the long run, I want to be able to have my main production space and creating space close to home because, you know, driving for 30 minutes to get to, uh, to where I create, it's, it's difficult. You know, you lose track a lot of times and, you know, I need to have it close by. So I'll probably always have a gallery or a shop 
or a, a space where I can meet with people in the city, but I need to have something closer to my house, you know, but I do, my, my house is definitely a studio. You know, I work on, on my stickers and, um, all sorts of smaller pieces in my home and some, you know, medium sized pieces I work at at my house. I mean, I'm, I'm always, I, I live it, you know, it's not something that like turns on and turns off with me. It's, it's constant. You know, I, I live and breathe my, uh, my passion. So it doesn't stop whether I'm at my house or at my studio or I'm out and about. It's, it's always time for me to paint so, or, or create. So I, I don't have my spray at the, at the house because we don't want the, the children being exposed to the, the toxins that come with the aerosol. But, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a makeshift studio in my dining room. <laughs> it's crazy my poor wife you know it's like half of the dining room is just like clutter of i I just you know i save everything from stickers to flyers business cards found objects and you name it it's like you know pushed into this little corner of my dining room well is your wife's favorite color orange by now (laughs) i don't think so no i don't know i you know it's weird i i know that she always wanted to live in a yellow house, so I don't know if yellow – I know yellow has to be one of her favorite colors, but I don't, to be honest, know her her, uh, her favorite color. It might be, like, violet. We named our daughter violet, so it might be purple. Um, yeah, my favorite color was blue growing up, you know. I always, I always liked blue, but then, you know, with the orange madness consuming my, my life, now – everything is orange. I mean, I just, and if it's orange, I'm just naturally attracted to it. And the colors of Miami are orange and green, you know, so it's, it's been an underlying thing, you know, it's like a a hometown pride color, but uh, now it's definitely my favorite color. I mean, New York city colors, orange and blue. Yeah. What do you listen to while you're, while you're working? I don't know. I'm I'm not really big with the headphones. I don't have like a a good stereo system. So I can't say that I I listen to music mostly while I'm driving. Um, But on my, on my phone, I have, um, I have a mix of, of music. I have reggae. I have salsa. I have rap. I have jazz. Um, and that's about it for my phone. I, I don't really have, and that's where, you know, all my, my music is. It's on my phone these days. I don't have much on my computer at all. I barely even use my computer, but, um, yeah, I, it's a mix of those, you know, it's of those genres that I just, you know, told you. Now, how do you guys, have, how's the food situation where you are? Are you, you still, uh, Picking up from the supermarkets, a lot of cooking at home. Yeah, my my wife works at a supermarket, so we're able to to um, have a steady flow of food. There's no shortage over here, um, and we're still ordering takeout and uh, and we pick up from restaurants and stuff. You know, these these establishments got to survive. So you know, you can't dine in, but they're definitely still you know accepting all the work they can get cooking food, you know, trying to stay afloat. 
I think a lot of people are, are, this is the longest that they've ever stayed in their house intentionally or unintentionally. So right. figure out what to do with all this extra time or how to not go crazy. Do you have any tips for younger artists out there trying to maintain focus while they're, they're you know, the monotony is setting in? You know, I, I can't, I can't really, it's weird, you know, in, in Miami, it's, it's spaced out, you know, we have our space and, and we have our, our comfortable uh, settings and, and at least where I'm at, you know, we're not all on top of each other. So I can't really relate to someone who's, who's in a, a studio apartment or, or, you know, an apartment and can't even like leave their, their house or I would say exercise, you know, definitely exercising is, is important. Um, and then as far as like what you can do, I don't, I don't know, dude. I mean, I guess just stay productive, right? You know, don't, don't be on the phone too much. Don't be on your tablet or your laptop or don't be glued to the television or listening to the radio. Oh, the radio is not bad if it's like music, but you know, if you're, if you're like glued to something, then your mind is just going to like fuzz out. But, um, I can't, I would say, yeah, just do a mix of, of exercising, just, you know, create as much as possible, maybe set some, some goals, you know, whether it's like, you know, a certain amount of pieces or sketches or paintings or whatever it is that you want to achieve within a certain time frame. Um, definitely like staying healthy and, and eating good and not, uh, not getting wrapped up in, in the, the drugs and the alcohol because that will will definitely put you in a mega spiral um yeah I, th I think that's about it you know and of course get out of the house you know if you're able to get out of the house and go to the rooftop or chill on the balcony or walk around your block definitely get out of the house just because you're not working doesn't mean you're not able to you know go out and you know put on a mask and just maintain social distance and uh and get some fresh air. It's it's actually, you know, a good time right now because there's not as much traffic. All the automobiles, for the most part, are parked, and and the pollution isn't as uh, prominent as it usually is. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting to see that the the way the world is responding to less humans being out there. I think it's very arrogant that just on our daily lives we're ripping this planet apart. But uh, you know. Brother, thank you very much for your time today. That was a very fast half hour. Yeah, uh, I was going to check my phone and see where I was at on uh, battery, but you just wrapped it up. I, I appreciate you, Ronnie, and hopefully we cross paths soon. And definitely, you know, uh, greetings from Miami, Florida. Well, Sold wishes you well, and thank you very much. And take care of those kids. Take care of the work. Uh, keep, keep working uh, and be nice to your wife, uh, you know, just because. And uh, before I let you go, uh, please let everybody know where they can find you online. Uh, you could find me at adamatomic.com. That's, uh, you know, my, my store is on there. My contact is on there. I'm not really good with emails. Uh, the best way to contact me is through Instagram uh, at Atomico. And that's with a K, A-T-O-M-I-K-O. And uh, hit me up. Let's chat. Great chatting with you. Drive safe. See you All soon. All right. Take it easy, Ronnie.
Sold out with Atomico.